Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Ephesians today and also look at a verse of Scripture in the book of 1 Corinthians that I believe will be a help to us. And I want to talk today about a subject that I feel is most uh, is is very much needed uh, in the world today. Something that has been downplayed uh, in this modern day, and uh, I am a one hundred percent local church preacher. I believe in the local church, and here's what the Bible says. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different ideas on this, but if you're a Bible believer. You believe in the church. The Bible said in Ephesians 1.22, And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And then in 1 Corinthians 12.27, Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And I'll tell you this. Nothing could be more vital for spiritual growth and spiritual maturity than to be an active member of a vibrant church that is founded upon the Word of God. There's a lot of different ideas about what constitutes a church, uh, but the Bible gives us the basic answers. And we need to know how a person can become an active member, not of an association, not of an organization, not of a club, not of a charity but a living, vibrant, God-breathed institution called the church. And I'll say this about the church. What is the church? The church is what the Bible says it is. It's the body of Christ. The Bible says, now are ye the body of Christ, and members in particular. The church says it's a building fitly framed together. In Ephesians 2, 19, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. And here's what it says, In whom ye also are builded together, builded together, for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So we are a body, we are the building, and we are also the bride. According to Matthew 9, 15, the Bible says that, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then they shall fast. Ephesians 2, uh, 5, 25 gives us the correlation and the comparison of the husband and the wife relationship with Christ and the church who's wanting to present himself a glorious church not having spot wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish and old John Saul the holy city the new Jerusalem coming down from God as a as a bride adorned for her husband so the church is what the bible says it is a body a building a bride that is bought with the blood of Christ. And here's what the book says. Well, I don't think much of the church. Well, you don't have the mind of Christ because the Bible says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock 
over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his, with his own blood. So the church began with Christ and the apostles. And it consists of only the saved from the time of Christ until the reign of Christ after he returns for the church. He said to Peter, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says in Matthew 18, And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican. And Acts 2.41 says that the ones that received his word with gladness were baptized, and there were the same day added unto them about 3,000 souls. Added unto them. Now, it's very important we understand the importance of the local church. The church, and I believe this, and some people don't believe this, and, and, and they can be wrong if they want to, and I believe in a general church, and a local church. I believe one is heavenly. I believe one is earthly. The word church means a called out assembly. Okay? A called out assembly. And we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay? There's no doubt about that. So the church has a heavenly assembly, unseen, but it has a, an earthly assembly that is seen. The church can only be seen on earth in the local church. Well, I'm part of the church, but I I just believe in the heavenly church. I I don't want to be strapped down to a, a local body of believers. I, I just believe that we are the church, it's the people. Well, there's truth to that. But the definition of church is assembly, called out assembly. And the local church is an assembly of baptized believers who have identified themselves with Christ by profession of faith and baptism. And that's what he taught. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them. How are you going to teach if you're not coming back together? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. And so it's clear in the book of Acts, in the early church, that the Lord was adding to the church, the ones that had gotten saved, and that they were coming together, assembling together, being in places together. This crowd that just wants to get saved, well, I'm on my way to heaven, I'm part of the church, you know, eternal but not earthly. It's contrary to the Word of God. The Bible talks about different local churches in the New Testament. We read books of the Bible, Corinthians, Thessalonians, Ephesians, Galatians, Philippians, Colossians, books that were the Romans, books that were written to local churches who had pastors, who had organ, organized religion. It is in the Word of God. And so to deny the church earthly is a denial of the Word of God. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 1, 2, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. There's a specific location there. To them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all them, uh, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Most every reference to the church in the New Testament 
is a reference to a local church. Now, many of the books written by Paul were written to those local churches. John the Beloved wrote in Revelation 2 and 3 to seven specific local churches in Asia. The church was empowered on the day of Pentecost for the purpose of evangelizing the world with the gospel by taking and planting local churches all over the world. And that's exactly what happened. Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. And listen to what the Bible says in Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. The church is what the Bible says it is. The church is a building. The church is a body. The church is a bride, and I am a local church man. From the top of my head to the sole of my feet, I believe in the ministry of the local church. And I want to encourage you today. I'm glad you've been saved, but you need to be a part of a local church where you can tithe, where you can give, where you can get involved in the ministry, where you can get involved in soul winning, where you can get involved in the teaching, where you can get involved in the benevolent outreach of the church, where you can get involved in the worship of the church. It's God's plan. And what we've seen is a teardown in this generation of the church. Now, I'm going to be the first one to say that many local churches are not what they ought to be. Many local churches have corruption in them. Uh, They have contention in them. Uh, They have contest in them. Who's going to be the big daddy rabbit? Who's going to be the one in charge? I say let God be in charge. It's not the pastor. The pastor's the overseer. He is not there to be the boss. He's there to make sure the members are not the boss. But God is Lord over the church. But there are churches out there that are still doing it the Bible way. And if you're in a church that is not what it should be biblically, find a church that is biblical and get yourself involved in it to be pleasing to the Lord Jesus Christ. God sent his son to die for the church. And I am going to live my Christian life as a part of a Bible-believing church because Jesus loved the church and gave himself for it. And so I want to go further into this on the next podcast because it's such a necessary subject because so many have belittled the church and made the church something that it's not. And so I, I believe in teaching and preaching the truth And I hope that it will be an encouragement to you. Now, today you've got the opportunity to go out and be salt and light. If you're listening to this in the evening or afternoon, why don't you plan right now? I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am going out and going to be salt and light to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ and the ministry of the local church. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.